important because quite often people don't talk about it. They don't tell you the real story. It's all very glamorous, isn't it? You know, sack your boss, leave your job, become your own boss. But the reality is often very different. So listen, what we're going to talk about today are the five big things that people do not tell you when you make the decision if you make the decision to jump out of a job and become your own boss, right? So listen, if this is for you, if you are currently in a role, maybe you're, you've got like, you know, a burning desire to be your own boss, to set yourself up with a business that you're really kind of passionate about, but you're not quite sure. So what I'm going to be able to share with you are some of the five big things that have really stood out to me in my journey since I made that jump from being a corporate CEO to being an, essentially an entrepreneur and a business owner myself. And this might also be useful for you if you've already made that leap. So maybe you are already your own boss. You've already made that jump from being an employee uh, in a job, working for another business to actually running your own shit. So if that's the case, then this is going to be quite useful for you. I'm really passionate about business and people, right, which is why I really decided to set out on my own on the journey that, that I've had over the last few years. So many of you will know that I spent, I've been in business, gosh, 30 years, um, 25 years in the corporate world, initially as an economist. Uh, but then most recently as the CEO of the travel division for Saga. And prior to that, I was at two years MD of the emerging market. So I come from a place where I was very comfortable running very large global corporate businesses with thousands and thousands of people on my team. Um, so when I made the decision, I was probably around about, well, I was in my mid 40s, let's just say. <laughs> And I made the decision that, you know, whilst I had absolutely loved my corporate career, all of the businesses I've run, the teams that I've had the privilege of, of working with, um, but I just felt that I wanted more freedom, choice, flexibility in my life. Um, so that was really the catalyst for making that change over from, you know, being in a business to actually setting up my own thing. But, you know, the things that I'm going to share with you now are very real. They're very grounded. You know, I'm a big believer in just say it as it is. I don't dress things up. So I'm coming from a position of, of speaking from the heart, really. So grab a pen and paper if you um, haven't got one already. It might be worth just making a few notes. Also, what I would say is... If you're um, not following me on social media, please connect. I love to actually meet new people, share ideas, etc. see where I can help you. You might be interested in mentoring as well um, or advisory work, you know, where I can help you with your business. So I'm here to certainly help. So if we're not connected, let's get connected. You might be actually watching this on YouTube. Fantastic. If you are, please do subscribe to the channel, Jeanette Linfo. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, Brave Bold Brilliant, which is in the top one and a half percent of all podcasts in the world, then please do subscribe, like, share, follow. So let's get into this. You know, why is this important? Well, this stuff is important because quite often people don't talk about it. They don't tell you the real story. It's all very glamorous, isn't it? You know, sack your boss, leave your job, become your own boss. But the reality is often very different. So, you know, I want to give you a balanced view in terms of the pros, but also some of the things to watch out for. So when you are very first starting out, the thing that people don't really talk about is how lonely it is. 
So, you know, that might sound, might, sound, might sound a little bit peculiar, but, you know, if you come from a world where you've been in a job, maybe you've been running a large organization yourself or you've been part of a team, et cetera, you're used to having people around you. You know, you have all of, you know, you might have your teams, you've got your marketing director, your finance director, you might have your colleagues, you, you know, you've got HR, you've got IT. You know, if your laptop bloody buggers up, someone's there to fix it for you. And the reality is when you actually make that jump out, all of a sudden it's you, your laptop and your phone. And that can be a bit of a shock in all honesty. So, you know, it can be really, really lonely. Um, when you make that move. And I certainly found it a little bit of a, um, a surprise. I hadn't realized how tough that was going to be. I was, I'm a sort of person that I get energy from being around others. So when I set out on my own, I did feel lonely. I genuinely felt lonely. So some of the ways that I actually addressed that was really about you know, surrounding yourself with people in a different way. So you might not have a permanent team with you all of the time, like you had when you were in a, in a job or you were running a business for somebody else. But, you know, networking, you know, really putting yourself out there, talking to other people. You know, I have, along with my partner, Chris, we have a portfolio of businesses now. So we have a property investment business. I have an advisory business, a business mentoring business as well, and the podcast. So I've got four or five things going on multiple streams of income which is fantastic um but of course when you're actually starting out it can be very lonely it's just you so you know connect with like-minded people network and really put yourself out in the world and have a safe space you know have a mentor get a coach you know i'm a mentor myself but i'm also a big believer in in you know making sure that you've got the right people on your team so i've had lots of mentors and coaches myself through pivotal points of my career and this is no different so it's lonely make sure you get the right people around you the second thing which is interesting is if you're in a job very often one of the catalysts for me actually jumping out of um corporate into becoming an entrepreneur and having a portfolio myself was because i wanted more freedom choice flexibility right does that sound familiar to anyone it may do well but the reality is when i jumped out of corporate i went oh Gosh, I, I can do anything I want. Um, where do I start? So ironically, it was actually the structure that I was missing. Um, and I, I, it was a bit of a surprise because I thought, well, hang on, you wanted the freedom, choice, flexibility. Now you've got it. It doesn't seem quite so so good as it as it um, as you anticipated. So you know, there's a thing. So in order to kind of counteract that, what I, I did and what I would recommend you might want to consider is, you know, putting your own new structure into your world, right, of being an entrepreneur. Now, your day may look very different. You might not have to actually be in the office at a certain time. You know, you own your diary. It is an absolute joy to actually own your own diary. And certainly, you know, when I was running the large global travel businesses that I was, you know, my time wasn't my own. You know, there were demands from the shareholders, from presentations to the investors, to the city, team meetings, board meetings, all of that stuff, which is great. But essentially, you know, my PA would would really manage my diary and my time. And um, so it's a great joy to be able to control your own time and your diary. 
But in order to make sure that you don't faff around, quite frankly, and waste time is the most precious thing we have, put a new structure in place. And that's what's really helped me. So I'm a um, very disciplined person anyway. But nonetheless, if it's not in my phone, it's not in my diary, it is not happening. So that's what I did to try and make sure that I kept focused um, if you've got multiple businesses, you might be an entrepreneur or a business owner that has many things going on. So, you know, I would always, you know, and this is what I've done. I've allocated dedicated days to certain businesses or to certain clients that I have to make sure that I'm not task jumping too much. So, you know, put a new structure around your day. The third point I would say, which is a massive, massive one for, for us and, and for me is that, when you're investing your own money, it feels very different, right? So if you're in the corporate world, maybe at the moment, or you have been in the past, you might have been responsible for very big budgets or even small budgets, right? And yes, you would pay attention to how you spend that money, how you allocate that budget to different opportunities to do the best for the business. But the reality is it isn't your own money. You know, it's the it's the business's money. It's the shareholders money. So therefore, you will invest and you will do the right things for the business. But it may honestly, it feels so different when it's your own hard earned cash. You pay much more attention. You're much more rigorous around what you spend money on. You don't waste money. You know, and this could be as simple as just having a couple of grand to actually, you know, start your business, whatever it is, or like us, you might be investing millions of pounds in property, for example. So, but regardless of whether it's a couple of hundred quid, a few thousand, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, or millions, the principle is the same. When it's your own money, it feels very, very different. So the rigor that you put behind that needs to be absolutely paramount. And you might not always have all of those finance support that you've had around you in the past. So, you know, very important to make sure that you've got the right skills on your team. You know, we have an absolutely amazing accountant, for example, that really helps us when it comes to optimizing our tax position. You know, so actually replacing some of that corporate knowledge and experience of the team you may have had before with an outsourced solution is going to help you when you are investing your own money. And this equally holds true if you are investing other people's money. Maybe you've got a backer. Maybe you've got an angel investor that's actually supporting you in the business. Or maybe you're having some early conversations about, you know, how you're going to finance, how you're going to bootstrap your business, maybe if you're trying to do it yourself. So there's a lot in this space. But essentially, it feels incredibly different when it's your own money. Um, I hope that makes sense. It means that you have much more rigor. You consider things. You don't waste money. You really think about the returns that you're going to get far, far more than when you're actually, you know, working in, in a large organization, which may have deep pockets. So that's the third point. The fourth point is personal brand becomes a thing. Right. Now, what I mean by that is when you work in an organization, you know, a midsize or a larger organization, it's not your own business. Very often it will be the job title that you have, the position that you hold that opens doors. In my case, I was a CEO of the travel division for Saga. I was the managing director of the emerging markets for TUI. So you've got a position of authority from the role that you're in, which automatically will open doors for you, right? Because of the position. 
The second point is if you work in a large organization with a big brand, the brand opens doors for you. You know, TUI is the largest leisure travel business globally. Suppliers want to talk to you, hoteliers want to talk to you, customers want to buy from you because you have the power of a big brand. Now, when you start out on your own, you know, it's different. You will be building, you may be building a brand for the business that you start, or it might be that you're a solopreneur. But what happens is your personal brand is much more important. And it is important in the corporate world when you're in a job. It's not that it's not important, but it has less of a profile, I would say, because you've got the position behind you and you have the actual brand of the organization that you're working for. Whereas when you start out on your, on your own and you're doing something new, it's you. So, you know, your values, how you carry yourself, your reputation is everything, you know. And in my case, I've been in business 30 years. I know a lot of people uh, and I'm not saying that to brag. It's just a reality. You know, I've, I've done business all over the world. So, you know, when I start out, I started out on my own. My reputation was everything, absolutely everything. And let me tell you, I have never pitched for a piece of work um, cold right? So all of my advisory work, when I work with businesses on, on their strategies, scaling up, internationalization, building really high-performing executive boards, etc., all the kind of work that I do, whether that's for Virgin, whether that's for a core hotels, whether it's for Manchester Airports Group, etc., etc., all of those pieces of advisory work that I do within my advisory business has come because I either directly knew someone in that business from all the years that I've been around <laughs> in the world, or I was introduced by someone that I know. Now, your reputation is everything. So personal brand becomes a thing. Also, aligned with that is, you know, I never used to do very much social media. When I was in the corporate world, you know, if you whatever you say in the public arena can, quite frankly, affect the share price. So I was very cautious. I was on LinkedIn. Um, and hey, listen, now I've got a bigger following. But I don't have a massive following, but I have, a, I think, a very meaningful following now, you know, with people that like minded individuals that I can help. And I put content out like this because I genuinely care. I love business. I love people. I genuinely want to see you be the best version. And I honestly believe that it is by being brave and bold that you're going to be brilliant. I genuinely, those are my core values, right, that are aligned with my personal brand. But actually, you know, when you put yourself out in the world, you, allow, you, you can help people. You can reach people. You can share ideas. You can connect in a very meaningful way. So social media has been very, very powerful. But again, you know, it's you. It's me talking to you on a screen or I'm in your earphones as you're walking and listening to this on the podcast. So, you know, again, that comes back to your personal brand. What do you stand for? What do you want to be known for? How are you putting yourself out to the world? So all of that becomes much more important. And then the final point I want to cover, point number five, is about your network. Now, network is always important. Whether you're in a job, whether you're running a large corporate organization, you might be running a FTSE 100 business or a Fortune 500 business that turns over billions of pounds or dollars, you know, or you might be running a smaller business or you might be a solopreneur or working for somebody else for a team. So network is always critical and paramount. And it's something I enjoy. I enjoy 
you know, engaging, creating meaningful relationships. I enjoy meeting new people. So all of that is fantastic. But what I would say is when you start out in to do your own thing, your own business, your network becomes even more important than before. And as I mentioned, you know, pretty much the, every piece of work I do has come from people in my network, people that I've either known for many years, that I've done business with, who, are, who I, I, you know, built rapport, trust, etc., credibility, or people that have connected with me through social media, they've got to kind of know me a little bit in that, that forum. So network is absolutely paramount. So, you know, pay attention to it, nurture it, care, do not be out there just asking to receive stuff. That drives me absolutely wild. It really does. You don't hear from someone for years and years, and then all of a sudden they, they get the boot from somewhere and they contact you because they want a job you know no no don't do that be a good person lead with value see how you can help people create meaningful relationships you know the law of reciprocity will work its magic but be absolutely congruent with your values and what you stand for so those are just some of the things that have really stood out for me as I made that leap from you know essentially being a corporate CEO to becoming an entrepreneur and a portfolio business owner you know and I'm sitting here today you know and I'm so proud of, of what Chris and I have achieved I'm so proud of what I've achieved in my corporate life and the teams I've led you know and so now I guess I've got a multi-million pound business um, portfolio but it hasn't been easy it's been really tough and I haven't got everything right I've made loads of mistakes you know I has been lonely I haven't always had the right people around me I haven't always made the right decisions so that's why I want to share because if you're thinking of making that leap it's fantastic I love the life by design that we've created I do genuinely but um, go into it with your eyes open a little bit and surround yourself with the right people. So, you know, I'm here to help. If you if I can help you in any way, if you just want to run some ideas by me or connect, then I would absolutely love that. Remember, it is by being brave and bold that you're going to be brilliant. So quick recap. Five things that people do not tell you about when you make the decision to leave a job and become your own boss and become an entrepreneur. Number one, it's really lonely. Number two, you miss the structure that you had in your job, which is ironic because normally you left because you wanted freedom, choice, flexibility, etc. Number three, when you're investing your own money, it feels very, very different. Be prepared for that. Make sure you have some support around you and you don't, you know, invest in the wrong things things. Number four, personal brand becomes a thing. You, that's all you have, your reputation, your values. It's so important. And then number five, network is paramount. Your network, the connections, nurture it, care, and really, really be a good person, put good out in the world and good will come back to you. So whatever you're doing today, remember, it's by being brave and bold that you will unlock your brilliance. I really hope you've enjoyed Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Don't forget to subscribe and share with all your friends. And if you've enjoyed listening, I'd love it if you'd leave me a five-star review.